Hello and welcome to the I Can Do podcast with Benjamin Lee. I am Benjamin Lee. Thank you so much again for spending a few minutes with me as we talk about things pertaining to faith, family, fitness, and food, making sure that we have an I Can Do mentality. Well, today I want to talk a little bit about health and understanding the idea that health is wealth. It's the holiday season. This is one of the hardest few months of the year. There's so many great things that are taking place with parties. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. I love food. Christmas is just around the corner. And yet, it's so important for us to make sure that we really think about our health, truly understanding the importance of our health and making sure that we do the necessary things to hold on to our health, to ensure that our health thrives, and not that we just kind of survive, but that we really enjoy life to the fullest with, the, with our health. It's really hard to do things uh, in the kingdom of God if you don't have good health. Uh, Not that you can't, but it does make things more challenging. The same is true when it comes to our family as well, when it comes to our careers. And so we want to talk a little bit about making sure that we understand the importance of our health, understanding and knowing that our health really indeed is wealth. In my office where I preach, uh, there is a football and it's signed by the Indianapolis Colts. I'm a big indie fan. I was a big fan when Peyton Manning was there. I was a big fan when Tony Dungy was there and when Andrew Luck was there. But as you know, Andrew Luck is no longer there. So if you're not uh, keeping up with the NFL, Andrew Luck was the number one pick in the 2012 NFL Draft, quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts, got his team to, uh, to the AFC Championship. I can't remember what year, but that's one game. Or the game, and if you win that, you go to the Super Bowl. So uh, back in August, Andrew did something very unexpected. He decided to retire, which is a pretty big deal when you consider that he was only playing for about eight years, had only played for about eight years. He was, you know, on his game. The team had made some nice uh, additions during the offseason, and he was making a lot of money. I think. Uh, his career total was around $100 million, and the owner of the uh, Colts said that if he would have continued to play throughout the rest of his career and with uh, earnings and things like that, uh, he could have made maybe another half billion dollars. So he left a lot of money on the table, and a lot of people were shocked. A lot of people were upset. He actually retired after a preseason game, so he didn't even... Uh, start the season. He didn't retire after the playoffs or anything like that. But his story really caught my attention. One, because I got a text that Saturday night saying that he had retired. And then I thought to myself, well, there goes the season. But the uh, Indianapolis are actually doing really well. But just why he decided to do so, I think is important. And I think there's some great lessons for us to learn. Throughout his eight-year career, I think many of us are recognize that Football players will suffer concussions uh, throughout their career. But just in the last few years, he had a a lacerated kidney, torn cartilage in his shoulder, uh, a concussion, and he had some leg issue that was going to require a tremendous amount of rehab, which he just did not want to do again. And he had just gotten through the previous year, you know, a, a great amount of rehab. But his story really stands out to me because there was something that he was missing and that was his health. And the idea of going through this whole ordeal again where he was without his health and he was going to have to re- recover and go through stren- strenuous rehab was just something that he did not want to do. 
But it, it got me thinking about he was willing to walk away from a lot of money. A lot of people aren't willing to do that, but he recognized what was truly important to him. He had just gotten married. Uh, I'm sure they want to travel and things like that, and it's kind of hard to do if you don't have your health. And so I want to just kind of think about him for a, a few minutes and really about ourselves. How important is our health? How valuable do we, do we view our health? And there can be a danger in our society where we just have this a little bit more mentality where if we can just get a little bit more, we'll be, we'll be, we'll be more satisfied. But at what price? How, how far are we willing to go? What is our price when it comes to uh, just getting a little bit more? And what does a little bit more actually even look like? Now, I'm not against people being rich. Uh, there's certainly nothing wrong with being rich. Uh, in the Bible, you find many individuals like Abraham and Job and individuals, Christians in the first century in First Timothy chapter 6. There were plenty of uh, Christians who were rich, and certainly there can be some dangers as well. I do want to suggest that the wealth that we consider should not just be merely, you know, financial wealth. Uh, you can have a healthy portfolio, retirement funds and things like that. But we also need to focus on our, our physical wealth. Uh, health is wealth and making sure that we actually can enjoy the, the money that we have uh, because of the, the fitness that we have, because uh, we are able to enjoy our lives because we do have good health. And so, there are a couple of thoughts I just want to share with you as we think about this idea of health is wealth, really investing in ourselves. When I think about Andrew Luck, Andrew Luck had a wake-up call, and he had a couple of wake-up calls. And so as you think about your health and investing in yourself and really understanding the importance of your health, I think one of the first things we all need to do is wake up before we have our wake-up call. We need to wake up before we have our wake-up call. That's simply the idea of understanding how important our health really is. Have you ever had a wake-up call before? And I'm not talking about staying at the Holiday Inn uh, Express. I mentioned that hotel because that's my favorite hotel. But have you ever had a, a wake-up call before? I was reading an article about a woman named Ariana Huffington back in 2007. I believe she's still the editor-in-chief of the Huffington Post. She was at home on the phone and checking emails. I think she had been working about 18-hour days and it said that she passed out. And when she woke up, she found herself in a pool of blood with a broken cheekbone and a cut over her eyes. And so she was building this website and working 18-hour days. She was terrified. She went to the physician's office. They were trying to figure out uh, through tests what was going on. Then she got the diagnosis. And it was disturbing. The article said that her physician said, it was all due to exhaustion. She had just been working so hard. She wasn't getting the proper amount of sleep. She would go on to say this was the wake-up call that changed her life. As a result of that, you can find her on TED Talks talking a lot about sleep and, and different articles and things like that. Andrew Luck had a wake-up call going through numerous injuries. I don't know how you get a lacerated kidney playing a football game, but that's a really big hit. Ariana Huffington had her wake-up call. I've had a wake-up call, too. I've had a couple of them. Having a heart condition is a wake-up call. I had a blood clot in my right coronary artery while working out. I was actually trying to invest in myself, and I had a, and I had a, a blood clot that ended up in my artery. And so that was another wake-up call, just reminding me, I don't really know how much, you know, I don't know how much time I may have left, and I need to enjoy, you know, each day. Each day really needs to count. And so I want you to think about that a little bit. 
wake up before you have a wake-up call. Just understanding how important your health really is, how you should actually view your health. This is one of the ways that you can make sure that you're invested in your health uh, to make sure that you can enjoy it and have and have great success in your life because you're able to do things uh, because you actually are healthy. The second thought I would share with you is watch the game film. Uh, Andrew Luck was a football player, and every Monday, football players, what they do, they watch the game film. I would love to be in one of those sessions where the team gathers. I don't know if they break up into offense and defense or special teams, but they gather and they watch the game film. I think in a couple of ways, it could be exciting and terrifying. If you're the quarterback and you're throwing a 60-yard bomb and that wide receiver scores, that's pretty pretty cool to look at and to go back and forth, fast forward and reverse and to see all the great things that you did. But if you're that cornerback that got <laughs> and that fell and the, and the opposing team's wide receiver flew right past you, that's not going to be a fun day looking at the game film. And I'm sure just kind of thinking about Andrew Luck, I'm, I'm sure that it was hard for him to watch some of the game film. Imagine seeing yourself getting hit uh, all these times to the point that you're having a concussion, that you have a lacerated kidney. I'm sure that was, that was very difficult. Um, just listening to some of the things that he said, he said during uh, rehab on his shoulder, uh, he came to a realization about something that he had mentioned that he had made a vow to himself that he, if he had to endure another rehab like this, that he would retire. And this is what I'm kind of getting at here. He had watched the game film. He had acknowledged where he was. He acknowledged what was going on. And he understood that his health was really important to him. And this is the idea of, of health is wealth, that we need to watch the game film. We don't have anyone following us with a camera, hopefully not. But we need to look at our game film called Life. And we need to acknowledge where are we currently with our health. What does our game film say about you? And what does it say about me? And what I mean by that is do, when we look back at the last week or two weeks or month or three months, do we find in our game film that we're just overworked? Do we find that we're caffeinated a little too much or that we are deficient in sleep? We need to look at our game film and we need to acknowledge exactly where we are and if we need to make some adjustments. I think this is one of the hardest things to do as a preacher. I listen to my sermons and some guys don't like to do that, but it's something good to do. I don't always like to do that either, but you need to see what did I do and, and how can I improve? This is very true when it comes to our health. And so look back and, and, and take a look at, okay, how am I doing with my sleep? How am I doing with my water intake? How am I doing with a variety of other things uh, pertaining to my health? And this is how we can be sure that we invest in our health and um, take the best care of ourselves. Then finally, as we think about this idea of health is wealth, I want you to think about having a do it now mentality. My podcast is called, as you know, I can do, but I think it's important as well to have a do it now mentality. I heard or read something about this mentality uh, in an email that I get uh, probably, I don't know, two or three months ago, and I loved it. Because having a do-it-now mentality is so important. A, a do-it-now mentality means that you're going to get things done uh, as quickly as possible. And I think about Andrew Luck. He had a, a do-it-now mentality in the sense that he retired during a preseason game. Wow. 
who does that? Not a lot of people do that. But he made a he made a vow to himself and he took action. That's what he needed to do. His health was that important to him. So we need to have a do it now mentality. So there's still time for us to make great gains and to lose a few pounds and to get stronger before 2020 comes. So a do it now mentality means that you're just going to have a no excuse mentality. I know it's a holiday season, big deal. You can still work out. I can still work out. We can still get things done. A do it now mentality means you're going to establish one goal or maybe a couple of goals. Uh, Look for one thing that you can change in the last month, month and a half of this year. Maybe it's just drinking a certain amount of water every day. Maybe it's getting a certain amount of sleep. That's the idea. But do it now. Establish something and then go after it. Do it now means that you're going to invest in yourself. Maybe it's going to the doctor, getting the blood work. Maybe it's getting a massage. Maybe it's getting new tennis shoes for for your jogs, for your runs, whatever the case may be. But do it now. Do it now looks like logging out of social media, Instagram, Facebook, yes, uh, and even turning off some of the podcasts where you can just kind of disconnect, turn off the noise around you periodically, the telephone, the the cell phone, uh, the TV, and and just kind of have some quiet time. That goes a long way with stress uh, and with just being able to uh, focus on what lies ahead do it now mentality also means you got to be active. You got to get moving. You can you can work out for free. You don't have to spend a hundred dollars a month at a health club. You can go outside for free. You can do burpees for free. Uh, you can run in place for free. You can do push-ups for free. You can do jumping jacks for free. You got to be active. This is the idea of do it now, and this is how we can really invest in our health, really take care of ourselves, and and help us to understand the value of our health. That health indeed that our health indeed is is wealth. There's that danger of always going after a little bit more when it comes to our careers, when it comes to money and things like that. But you can have all the money in the world, but if you don't have your health, you don't have a lot. And so let's let's invest in ourselves and let's focus on making sure that we are taking care of the bodies that we have been given. I hope this helps and I hope this encourages you along the way. Uh, please give me some feedback. Please share this. If you think this will be valuable to someone else, if you can leave me a comment or something like that, I'd really appreciate it. You can find my blogs at benjaminlee.blog or on social media as well, like Facebook and Instagram. I hope this helps. Stay strong. I can do, and so can you. Stay focused. Take care, and God bless.